Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. If you uh, haven't subscribed to the show, subscribe. And if you can, write a review. I love reviews, either on iTunes or Stitcher. I recently got a review from somebody on iTunes and that same guy who wrote the review sent me an email and said that he really liked the Sarah episode, um, but he was like, you know, why don't you ask her a couple questions? He wanted to know a bunch of things about Sarah. And it was weird because I was like, uh, I had actually gotten another email from a listener who wrote in about that episode and said, Hey, Kathy, why didn't you ask Sarah this and that? So I had a bunch of questions for Sarah from listeners. Um, so I reached out to her and I said, Hey, do you want to be back on the show? I'd love an update of what's going on with her and Will hung will, as well as I'd love to ask her these questions that my listeners had sent in. So she agreed, and that's what this podcast is all about. Sarah's a girl who fucked another caller of mine called Well Hung Well. Uh, he was a guy who was on a separate episode who claimed to be so well hung that he couldn't find a girl that could take it. But Sarah could take it, and she did take it. And they had a, a night of meaningless sex, and it was really great. And uh, so, and she talks all about. She gets into more specifics about that. She answers the questions of the listeners. Um, which are interesting. And then she also gives a detailed information of what went down afterwards with Will. And the update is really fascinating. I'm not going to give it away and tell you what went down afterwards between them, but um, you hear all about it on this podcast. And it's definitely something that I was surprised about. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Sarah. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Sarah, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast for your second call. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. So I got a couple emails from guys after your podcast. Guys, my listeners love when I have women on the show because for some reason I get more guys on my show. Um, Mm -hmm. And a couple of guys sent me emails and were like, hey, why didn't you ask her this? And why didn't you ask her that? And, you know, (laughs) so I was like, why don't I just get her back on the phone? Because, A, I'd like to see if you continue to still see Will, well hung Will. Um, And what's going on with that, as well as ask you the other questions. The first guy had asked me. So let me just start with the questions that the guys had because they were 
questions that will go with your previous call. One guy was like, why okay. didn't you ask her if she had orgasms or how she had orgasms? I mean, I just assumed that you did, but these guys want me to get a little bit more specific. Is that cool with you? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, yes, I did. Um, however, I will say that it's pretty easy for me to get off. So, um, you know, part of it, too, I, I think for a lot of women, one of the reasons why you like that feeling of full is because um, it adds to the orgasmic stimulation. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, ha having a big cock is, um, is definitely part of it. You know, it definitely um, will kind of, uh, I guess, maybe intensify the orgasm or, um, you know, help stimulate it earlier or something like that, I guess. So, yes, I definitely did come. Um, <laughs> he likes the fact that um, when I come, I kind of squirt a little. Mm -hmm. It's nothing, nothing crazy. Like, I've never done anything like what happens on porn. But um, I squirt a little bit. So when I, when I came, he wanted me to come in his mouth. He wanted you to squirt a little bit in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he he really liked that that when I came that he was able to um I was able to come in his mouth and he could drink it. Right. And so and okay, let me just give a little backstory because sometimes people that are listening to my podcast don't listen to every single podcast. So I just want to explain okay. that you're Sarah and you were on a previous podcast because you called in because you had, I had a guy named Well Hung Will. Oh, that's what I call him now. His name was Will, but Well Hung Will <laughs> is, is, is the right. proper name, right? Um, and he was a guy that was just like so huge. His cock was so huge. He couldn't like meet a girl because most women like 99.9% .9 of the women or a hundred percent of the women he met could not take it. And then he wrote in and he said, Hey Kathy, I finally found a girl who not only could take it, uh, she likes it. And I was really excited. He said, do you want to hook up with her have her on the show? And, and I said, of course, and that's you. And so you're the one who sort of went out with well hung will found him on Craigslist, responded to his ad about, you know, being too, big to find a girl <laughs> you had had a previous <laughs> boyfriend your first boyfriend actually was really huge so you knew ahead of time that you could handle it not only could you handle it you liked it you like it right and you guys hooked up right. and it was great that first experience you called in and explained that first experience you spent the whole night with him you took him vaginally you took him anally and like I said callers right. I mean listeners wrote in and said like how did she come did she come and then I had a couple other questions so that's uh, okay. that's the backstory. So yeah, so you squirt a little bit. He likes that. Yeah. Did you get off like every time? Like some people, I think they could squirt. Squirt could also be like multi orgasmic, right? Like I know for me as a woman, I could come once and then I have to wait like twenty minutes and then I could come again, but I cannot come one after the other, which blows for me because some women, I think the women who can squirt, could come like five times, ten times, twelve times in a row, right? Is that how yeah. you're wired or no? Yeah, that's how I'm wired. Yeah, so that's I not fair. I'm sorry, but that's not fair <laughs> that some women are like, why didn't I get that? Like, that's fucked up that I can't have that experience. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, well, have you always been that way? I will say I've always been that way. But I also remember I do have, in my opinion, a bigger clip than the average. Right. So I think that's part of it. You know, I think it's just easier to stimulate. I can get very overstimulated. I don't like sex during my period because it's very sensitive. So for me, it, um, 
you know, there are some there are some downfalls, but it's for the most part. I'm not complaining. Definitely not complaining. Um, but I think that's why it is. But why? What would be the downfall of having a really big clit? <laughs> well, it gets in the way um, of your no. jeans. I mean, like, what's the downfall? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, how like, big is it? Like, I'm. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like I have a little penis going on. It's nothing like that. But right. it's just that, you know, I've seen. Um, I've seen other girls close up. I've seen other girls on porn, and I think that I have a bigger clip than, you know, the typical. And I right. remember actually when it, when I was early, kind of exploring in you know my early days. Maybe the second guy I was with, he's like, "Yeah, he's got a big clip," and I was like, "No, really." He's like, "No, really, you do." Right, because um, at first when you're like, young, before you sort of look at other women, you like you have no idea like that. There's exactly. so many different clit sizes. Like I remember going to nude beach and I was like, wow, nipples are so different on different people. You know, you just don't know because you only yeah. know yourself. Right. So you figured out really exactly. early on that your your clit was larger than average, like well hung will. We could call you big clit Sarah. No, <laughs> too bad we didn't call you something with a C. I don't know. It would have been better. Um, so you knew very no early on your clip was really big, but wait, what was, you were about to tell me, what was the, um, what's the downside of having a big clip? Well, I mean, I, um, as you remember, I didn't want, uh, Will to go down on me because I said that most guys don't know what they're doing and it, it can be more painful than enjoyable because mm-hmm. they tend to suck, suck on it and pull on it really hard. And I don't need all of that. You know, just some gentle licking and, you know, some manual stimulation. And that's all I need. So, you know, he's like, no, trust me. I know what I'm doing. And he was good. You know? So the so, downside was is just that sometimes you get overstimulated fast. Exactly. And yeah, so what can guys exactly. do? Like, can they go a little bit lower beneath it? Like for a woman, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of women. And I don't know that if it's just size, right? Like sometimes for me, I get overstimulated after I come. Like, so a guy has to be more right. careful, right? So for me, it's like if you go a little bit lower or around it, right, not on it, like that helps. Like, right. what is it for you well, that works I for think guys? The biggest, the biggest mistake that men make is assuming what worked on the last girl is going to work on this girl. Mm-hmm. You have to start off like this is the first time you're ever seeing a vagina right. and go in there and, you know, start off slow. And for me, I've always heard from other women too, lots of licking and teasing and gentle touching initially is the best way to start. Totally. And then mm-hmm. work your way up to, you know, more stimulation. And you can tell by her body's responses and the moans, et cetera, whether or not it's working. Don't go in there like a friggin' rabbit and go crazy. Yeah, like you know, the, like the, like what you want them to do at the end. Don't start off with that. It's just too much. Like exactly. you, you don't want no girl exactly. wants to start at the top of the mountain. <laughs> start at the bottom right and work your way to it absolutely and then to me for a woman like me who could only come once like right afterwards just don't think that Mm -hmm. you could go to town for 20 you know what I mean take a break (laughs) or go someplace else or else right then it takes me longer because it's overstimulated but every woman like you say is very different but I think that it's it's like giving a blowjob right like you know yeah we're all a little bit different but we're all very similar in certain ways like you say like you know most women, I think every woman would say, start out slowly with the pet, like the type of sort of 
penetration or whatever you want right. to call it that you're doing in the clit and then ease your weight and get harder and better like at just the same as if you're screwing a girl right no girl wants to like a fucking jackhammer on her like the minute you put it in right, <laughs> right. but at the end you're like harder exactly. faster right it's the same exactly. thing exactly. with your tongue slow in the beginning and then build up you know it's the same and I think when you give a guy a head you're not doing it so fast either in the beginning it's the same sort of groove right Right. I I completely agree. Absolutely. You right. gotta, you know, stimulate that pole, you know, work it work it into into right. uh, erection I, and then get it going. Yeah, but I definitely absolutely. think if some guy is good at going down on women you know, he knows how to read a woman and he knows what he's doing. And there are certain moves that a guy could do that I just think like maybe they learn it by experience. I don't know. I had like the one of the guys that was like the best lay of my life could go down like nobody's business. And I'm just like, did mm-hmm. you like hire somebody to teach you how to do this or whatever? I, cause <laughs> I don't think it's just me. I think that any woman he was with would find that he was like amazing because really he good. just has yeah. down the moves, the little flicks, the different things that, you know, somebody with a lot of experience knows, you know, and I don't oh, know where awesome. those guys, you know, whether he like fucks a lot of escorts and they taught him. I don't know. Cause I was like, you went to school for this or something because it was so perfect, right. <laughs> but maybe it's a combination of a lot of experience and being super in tune with a woman. Right. Cause I think that's very important. Exactly. Like you said, you said the man should really watch the way a woman's body responds, you know, and you should exactly. have like a lot of tricks in the bag. Right. Because maybe like you said too, like if some and not everything works, right? So maybe if some girl likes one move and you try it on another girl, she doesn't try something else. Like you can't just have one sort of way you go down on a clit, like and that's it, right? You got to change it up, right? Isn't that also important? Exactly, exactly. And I would hope that you know she is giving him cues and um, you know talking to him as well to help him know, you know, yes, this is working and no, stop that, you know? So. Yeah, exactly. I think though that's hard for women. Like I had a lot, I have a lot of friends who had never like had orgasms with men or they found it really difficult. And I was like, well, why don't you just explain what you want? You know what I mean? And I just mm-hmm. think a lot of women are uncomfortable sort of speaking up and letting a guy know, but that's the way uh, but that's the yeah. way it has to be. Like, you know, how could somebody know? Some people are, I think, pretty in tune and they could they could tell by body language. But I think the same girl that's sort of uncomfortable to speak up sometimes isn't so comfortable to really let her body get into it as well, right? So a guy's like, what the fuck right. should I do to make this girl get off, right? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about, while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 three five seven nine you could call that number 24 7 i change all the voices on the confessions too so you remain anonymous the number the website and the email address will all be in the description right exactly exactly i mean listen i'm totally of the the mindset that you know your 
your pleasure, your satisfaction is in your hands and you have to speak up and talk about whether or not this is working for you. And, you know, I make requests and if you're not satisfying those requests, then maybe we're not going to be compatible long term, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. I I mean, for me, it was always like, I'm not going to fake an orgasm. That's like a waste of my time. And if I show up and I want to get laid or whatever, and I'm like, to me, it's like I have to have an orgasm or else it's like a waste. It's like going to a restaurant yeah. and not having not eating, right? There would be no point. So right. I will make the guy do whatever it takes until I, and I don't really fucking care how long it takes if the, he's not so great. You know what I mean? Because I'm not faking it just right. to get out of there. I really want an orgasm, right? Like, and that, you know, so that's what um, I do. So it's, you know, I have to let the guy kind of know, right? Because it's very important to me. And I think that some women are maybe a little shy to speak up or whatever but they they should because that's sure. the way, they shouldn't fake fucking orgasms they should have them because they're really great and every woman can have them it's just a matter of sometimes letting the guy know exactly what she wants and not feeling weirded out by that and actually exactly. to know that guys love that exactly i mean i think every partner that i've ever been with um you know has liked the fact that I know my body, I know it works, and you know I, I can talk to him openly about what's going to work and what's not going to work. Right, because so, I think a guy gets turned on by turning on a woman, right? So absolutely. there's nothing more frustrating that to a guy than if he can't get a woman off, right? And so it's exactly. like, I feel like, you know, you're much better off as a woman to, you know, sort of push yourself to speak up and, you know, get over that fear because a guy's going to find that a lot hotter than if you can't orgasm. That's going to be a real bummer because he's going to feel mm-hmm. like he's not a man. Like, why can't I get this girl off? Right? Exactly. So that's exactly. advice for girls. A- yeah. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's why women take orgasms, right? Is to make him feel like, oh, you know, he paid for dinner. Let me take an orgasm to make him feel like the man, right? I mean, it's bullshit, though, because so the truth of the fact is, if you want to um, make him feel like a king, say, you know what? I didn't have orgasms with anybody else, but you were able to, you know, really listen to me and hear what I was saying, and you got me off. And that exactly. makes him feel like, a king. like, yeah, let him know that, wow, it's really hard for me to come, but you made me come. Exactly. Exactly. You know, because you could fake it for so long, but I think faking it is, I mean, who cares about the guy in that situation? It's not good for the girl. Like, you're not even having an orgasm. What's the point? And any woman, I had this friend who would, like, tell me she would have sex, but she never had orgasms, but it was still great. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, I had a caller that used to call in and tell me that his wife used to fuck other guys, but she never had orgasms. And I just, like, I, we would have arguments on the call because I used to have a co-host and people would write in and tell me I was wrong because he's trying to tell me that the sex was great even though she never came but I'm like there's that's pointless it ruins the story for me because if she's not coming then what's you know and I think that that's if you don't really have an orgasm it's not even close to being the same thing and um, anybody that says that doesn't really know right I don't know right like to me yeah no I I agree 100 percent why waste my time yeah, exactly. And so the women shouldn't waste their time going, you know, if they're at the point where they're like, their clothes are off and they're going to town with a guy, they should, you know, do whatever they ha- they have to do to make themselves get off. Because that's yeah. the great thing. And it's good for the guy. It's good for the woman. So let's get back to you. So your clit is really okay. big. You kind of squirt. Have you always kind of squirted? How come you can't get yourself to fully or did you like did? First of all, you have know, you I- always kind of squirted? No, no. It was um, one guy a, a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Um, he was fingering me, and I didn't realize what had happened at first. And it wasn't until it was over that he's like, oh, my God, you can squirt. I didn't know that. Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. And um, 
we were making out on the couch and there was a big wet mark and he's like, yeah, um, he's like, you totally squirted. And it was when he was fingering me. And, um, and that was the first time after being fingered a million times by other guys. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It was, I, I can't, it was a certain way that he did it and he was able to do it. Like every time we made out when he put his mind to it, he was able to do it. It's not something that I was ever able to do myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, he was able to do it and not a whole lot of effort on my part. Right. And, uh, but you didn't yeah, even I mean, know? No. No. Right. And so now, but so Will did it too. Or, and so uh, yeah. after that guy, other guys have been able to do it. Was it always through fingering you or could you do it through like, um, you know, when a guy goes well, down on you or through regular sex if he's really huge? Um, if I remember correctly, Will did it um, going down on me. And, and maybe maybe there was a finger involved at some point. Uh-huh. Um, but it was so, so far it's been three guys who've been able to do it. Right, right. And you've never, though, been and able to do it yourself. No, I can't do it myself. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And but it, you would squirt a little bit, but you don't think you do it fully. They had to, right? No, I mean, if what you see in porn is real, mm-hmm. then I'm not doing that. No, right. I'm not, you know, squirting across the room. Not, no, nothing like that. Right. So, I mean, so it, it's, you know, maybe like, I don't know, maybe like half an ounce of liquid comes out and, um, you know, it's it's nothing crazy. It does it does squirt out of you, but it's not like you know, uh, like you open up a shake up a can and it's squirting all. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. No way. Let me ask you this: Are your squirting orgasms better or just different? Oh my god, than your yeah. regular ones like ten thousand times better. <laughs> I would say if my regular orgasms are a ten, these are probably. Like a 15, maybe right. an 18. Really? Like that much better? Yeah, that much better. Right. I mean, I was just like, whatever that was that you did, do that again. Do that again. Right. I yeah. can imagine. So you, you came, though, always with Will, right? Yeah. Yeah, I came, I would want to say maybe like four or five times with him. Uh-huh. Now, how did... Yeah. Uh, so I had a listener who wrote it, and he wants to know all about the whole anal action. He's like, how did... It fit how much prep and how long did it take for her to take it all in, right? So, like, how did it... Why don't you answer those questions? (laughs) Okay. So, um, I'm trying to remember exactly how the night went. But um, I started off by going down on him, you know, took off his pants and and started giving him head. And and, um, from there, you know... um, once I got him hard, which didn't take that long, you know, he, he wanted to get it in right away. So he, um, he took me from behind and I, I just, I, again, you know, I still couldn't believe just how big he actually was, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, are you outside? And I would, I am outside. Okay. Are you hearing some wind? Yeah, a lot of wind. It's okay. Go on. Okay. Um, so he was able to get. I mean, again, you know, anatomically, we can't take, oh, we can only take so much. So, but he was able to get his whole penis in as far as it could go, you know, hitting the cervix, I guess, Mm -hmm. right away. Right. You know, I mean, I was, 
I was turned on. I was wet. I was ready. And, you know, I was, I was prepared. I had gotten myself into a good position, you know, face down, ass up. And he was able to get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I definitely was saying, like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this, you know. And he's just like, you know, relax, you know. And uh, so there was, you know, a lot of talking and coaxing and eventually got in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he liked... Um, he liked my mouth. So, you know, I went down on him quite a bit. Mm -hmm. He liked that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, when we tried anal, which was like the last thing that we did when we tried anal, um, he, he said he wasn't completely hard. And then, you know, but I, I mean, I felt it, (laughs) I felt, I thought he was, you know, rock hard. There was no issue there on my end. So he was saying, though, that he wasn't completely hard and that he wasn't able to get all the way in because of that. Right. So, but but for you, it he, you went as far as you could go, right? I thought so. Yeah. So, you know, it was going to be the next time you're going to try, um, try that first mm-hmm. and do that to see, you know, if it would be any better, any different, you know, how much I could take. Were you like totally sore the next day? That's not my question. That's that same guy's question. <laughs> surprisingly not really I had no yeah I was fine he even had uh texted me that afternoon to ask me if I was okay and I was like yeah I'm fine yeah you probably should have been like oh my god you know how guys are you probably that's the wrong answer Sarah the right answer was oh my god I can't even sit down you're so huge (laughs) you killed me you know no guy wants to hear yeah I'm totally fine your dick didn't even affect me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, I, t- I told him I thought I was going to be, you know, wrecked the next day that I was gonna have to call out of work, you know, I, I mean, really, that's, that's what I felt at the time, right, you know, but mm-hmm. I woke up and I was okay. So yeah, thank goodness, you know, right. I know we still have to lie to guys, though, I think I would have done the same thing yeah. and told the truth. And then my friends would have been like, Kathy, why don't you just be like, Oh, my God, it was I still hurt. I'm so sore. <laughs> You're so big. Yeah, you know, even to a guy that's <laughs> not even. Um, right. Right. So wait, you just said something that makes me think for some reason that you haven't seen Phil. I keep saying Phil. You haven't seen Will since. Now, what I remember from the call from Will, Will was a guy that couldn't find a woman who would take him. And I thought like, oh, is that a bait and switch email, like sort of Craigslist ad that you put out there saying, oh, like playing the victim. I can't find a woman to take me because I'm so well hung. You know, just to get women there to be like, oh, I could take it. But yet he's fucking the world, you know. Or I thought maybe he wasn't even that big, you know, but, and so finally he said, oh my God, I met this girl and she could take it and it was great. He's the one that told me about you and he was super happy that he met you. So I would assume that so many weeks later you guys would have hooked up again, but it seems like maybe you haven't. Yeah, we have not. No. And it's not from lack of trying on my side. So what happened? um, Well, so we were supposed to get together a couple of weeks later. And, um, he sends me a text message about an hour or so before I was going to leave Mm -hmm. and telling me that he had, um, company and don't leave until he tells me. And I'm like, all right, dude, really like, and the thing that kind of pissed me off is I'm like an hour and 20 minutes from him. Right. So he could have said, listen, I have people here, you know, come into town and I'm going to try to get them out of the door, you know, but let me know before you pull up. Yeah, I mean, he has an hour and 20 minutes, so he already thinks he's not going to have even, he wants there three hours? Exactly. So, you know, I was hanging out, and he doesn't, 
I can't remember exactly how it went down, but he doesn't, he doesn't text me to come. And it's now like, you know, maybe two hours later. And I'm like, I'm not Sunday night. I got to work in the morning. Like, you know, fuck this, you know? And it's not a situation where I'm going to stay over there. I've, I work in the city. I got to get back, you know, here. So, you know, he apologized profusely and he was like, um, unexpected visit from family and he, you know, couldn't really get them out, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, whatever. And, you know, he apologized profusely and I was like, okay, whatever. He had family. It was family, unexpected visit. Yeah. You blah, don't blah, know blah. him, whatever. Give him a pass. Right. First time. Exactly. So, but the thing that really caused me to pause is you had talked about how he seemed really excited to find somebody totally. who could, who could take him. Right. Thinking about how completely frustrated a guy is, and he tells me how he's, you know, jerking off so many times a day because he can't, he can't have intercourse. So I'm thinking, okay, well, this is great. You know, we'll hook up. So, but I don't hear from him and that's fine, but something tells me to go back to Craigslist. And remember I told you I had gone on there before trying to, to meet people about, you know, um, dominant submission. And so I, you know, I've navigated it before. Well, when I found Will, he didn't have very many ads up there. There were a few postings, but it wasn't anything crazy. Well, this time when I went on there, he had been posting almost every single day. And I remember when I first found him, I was surprised at how far he was from me because I remember the posting had said New York, New York City. Yeah, so the ad, yeah. so he had more ads and the ad said New York so City. He had, yeah, so he had more ads. Some of the ads said he was 34. Some of the ads said he was 41. Some of the ads said he was in Queens. Some of them said he was in New York City. Some of them said that he was in Long Island. <laughs> and the thing that the thing that then caused he puts a lot of pictures of his. He does put his face out there. He, he definitely puts his face out there. And um, they're recent within the last few years. I wouldn't say they they were taken yesterday, but they're recent pictures. And but he keeps putting other pictures of cocks up there, which I don't understand that when you're walking around with a sledgehammer, like there's no reason for you to put other pictures up there. Yeah. That's so weird. You had mentioned that on that. That was like a weird thing that you had said and we didn't really go into it, but I thought, Oh, that's a weird red flag that, you know, he was really well hung. Right. But yet he was still putting up fake pictures like that. did, And like what you even said, there was a picture of his face where he had like pants on where he, but you felt like that wasn't his real dick that was showing through the pants. It was like something, maybe he put something in like, that's like, what the hell did he put in his pants? Like what a weirdo. We all saw pictures of the game when he took that picture in the selfie in the mirror with his, with his tight pants on and you're seeing a full dick outline. Okay. Will's full dick outline through cargo pants or chinos and you're seeing deep veins he had a dildo in his pants and I don't understand why you would do that because he doesn't need to he is really well hung yet he's still so in all the ads that he put up because I know that you said the ad that I saw that I responded to there was no face shot and I never went looking for the face shot I prefer for my callers to remain anonymous I don't want to know more information about them than what I get on the show a lot of times they email me pictures afterwards I don't even look but Got I know it. that what I saw was just two dick shots. And I remember you saying neither one of those were his either. No. Um, but and no. that was just when when I had responded to his ad and you did, he had one or two ads. This now after he blew you off and you went looking, he had like t- tons of them. 
Multiple, yeah. And so, you know, I was like, all right, dude. And the thing, the other thing is we were talking about, um, you know, safe sex and all of that. And I, I, when we originally had, before we agreed to meet up, I told him, you know, it's like, it's a non-negotiable for me. You have to wear condoms. And he's like, oh, it's so hard to find them. I said, dude, I'll find them. You, br- you know, make sure you have them. So I brought some with me just in case he was going to claim he couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. You know, magnums yeah. you can get at Walmart. Yeah. So I got them. But Anyway, um, he then was talking to me. He asked me, you know, when was the last time I got tested? And I said, oh, I usually get tested every year when I have my annual in June. I said, but I don't recall. I'll follow up. And I called my doctor. And sure enough, I had not gotten tested because we were doing other things this, uh-huh. this year. Whatever, right. So, And we had just... We just found out about Charlie Sheen, so I made sure. I made an appointment, and I got tested, like, that Friday. So I got my test results back. Everything's clean. Everything's good. Well, you know, he kept talking about um, coming inside of me, coming in my ass, and I was just like, you know what? I am Miss Safety Girl, and I am really concerned. Like, you're posting all of these ads. You blew me off, and probably because you're inside another chick. Totally. I mean, family, wait till you come. Like, he was still thinking he's going to get that girl out, and he's going to double dip in the day. That's what the guys call it, double dipping, you know. So he's thinking he's still going to have you come and there, like, you know. Exactly. And listen, this is not a love connection. We are not, you know, like me. Yeah, but no, no, no. But wait, no. But this is what's fucked up. I'm sorry, Sarah, because I spoke to him first. And what he told me on my podcast, he claimed to be this guy that's looking for a wife, okay? And that he can't find, like he... You know, so I don't believe that. Right, right. I so on your that, end, yeah. I know that you weren't looking for love. You weren't on Match.com and found him. You were on no, Craigslist looking just, for wanna, a sexual I hookup. Get laid by a big cock. I'm not right. looking for a husband. Right, right, <laughs> right. It. But isn't it so annoying that even with booty calls, you deal with garbage? It's just like so. It's like you can't even as a woman get f- meaningless sex without bullshit from guys. You know, it's uh, honestly, it's so annoying. Exactly. And you- and you know what? That was the main reason why I agreed to to chat with you again. Yeah, is I, I'm number one. I thought it was it was really flattering that anybody wanted to have more me answer more questions. But yeah. Number two, I just wanted to put it out there because I know you see you have a lot of male callers. Yeah. Listen, if you find a girl who is interested in purely physical, and that's what you you know you want that too, and all she's asking for is just a little bit like I would be straight up, just be straight up. Exactly. Like I'm sexting him, you know, looking for a little stimulation. Yeah. Women need that mental stimulation. Yeah. I'm looking for a little stimulation before he's not responding. I'm not hard up. I can get laid any night of the week. Okay, right. Of course, so you're a woman. There's no reason for me to travel an hour and 20 minutes away to make it happen. For yeah, like you're not desperate. Not the time of day. Right, you're not desperate. No, I'm good. But that's the whole problem with yeah. guys like that. Maybe he's not desperate, He, but a lot of guys just take women for granted and they don't know and they're always about the chase and they'd rather just waste their time, whatever, yeah. than just have some sort of easy, meaningless sex. But then guys will complain that women aren't up for that. But there are plenty of women that are. But what I find, it happens to me, other girlfriends of mine and, you know, it's happening to you where... Sometimes even when you want to do that, guys are just so fucking annoying because they're always into like a chase that, you know, another pretty girl comes in the corner of their eye and they're like off over there and then they just dump you. You know, it's just like ridiculous. And as a woman, like you say, I feel the same way. Like you, I could go on my phone and find five guys that want to fuck me at any time. So why am I going to chase dick? That's embarrassing. And it's kind of like beneath me. So it's just like I'm not going to chase after somebody that's not really like into it and available, you know, so I think there's that weird thing with guys and girls where there's, it's very hard to find a very solid, successful booty call. It, it really is. 
And I'm talking like meaningless sex, right? Like you're not, like you said, you're not looking for like, even that can be very difficult, if not impossible. I think I had one successful booty call. I did a podcast about it It was with my co-host Tommy. I fucked him for about eight years and it was pretty much no bullshit, you know, but I think what the difference is what I always tell my girlfriends, the best thing with booty calls is you have to find a guy that is obsessed with you. Um, and that you'll yeah, never like, agreed. and for whatever reason, whether you've been there, done that and you're done with it, but he's totally into you. Like that's what my, and because right. then you're always like number one. And that's, I think women just still want to be that even if it's meaningless, like for some reason, you know what I mean? Like that's just the way that it has to go. So that guy will never blow you off. You get whatever you want. You know that if you need to be serviced, whenever you need to be serviced, that guy's going to be there and you know, he's not going to blow you off or play games right. or reject you for like, you know, right. the hour sex you want to have with him and listen and and i think i mean i know that i have talents when it comes to what i give and what i put out there so why am i going to waste the time with a guy who's not going to get back to me like i'm good no well first of all it's so rude and it's annoying i don't even like friends that are like that like that's what you don't the guys don't understand it's not even just about the sex and i think it goes both ways i'm sure guys feel this way girls play games with them this way guys play games i think it's just you know human beings are like this people are fucking flaky people are like you know oh the next new thing they're just off to something else people don't really connect with people and aren't interested in real connections because even if like you're just a booty call like you could have a friendship like you don't know what could happen but a lot of people don't want to go deep and they want to keep things sort of that way and they just like off to the the next new thing and that's just the way that it goes and that's unfortunate because I'm pretty old I'm old school I like if I connect with someone I like them I want to get to actually really know them actually really see them I just think not a lot of right. people are like that sometimes you know and Absolutely. that's just the way that yeah, it goes I'm, yeah I I had there was a guy that I had um he was a filmmaker and we had gone out on a date and we actually you know, tried the whole like love connection thing and we hit it off, but it wasn't, it wasn't a love connection. You uh-huh. know, he was fun, but I, we just were not feeling each other that way. However, um, we still ended up, um, after maybe the second or third date, we ended up kind of making out and it was really good. Uh-huh. The chemistry between us was really good. Uh-huh. And so we, we would hook up a few times and he ended up, he traveled quite a bit for his work. And um, whenever he came into town, he would, you know, ring me and we would catch up. He would tell, tell me about, you know, where he was off filming and what location he was at, what documentary he was working on. It was great. We always had a really fun time. But there was never any like, oh, gosh, I miss you. That It wasn't like that. And so I'm a grown up. And that's the other thing I wanted to say about Will. He keeps talking, I, you know, reading that stuff. He's looking for a young girl. And I feel like these men who put the shit like that out there, it's because they want some chick that they're going to easily be able to manipulate. I feel like, yes, you know, you might want that young, hot body too, but I also feel it's a mindset. And Well, I think when um, you're younger, I know for me, I put up with a lot more bullshit. Because when you're young, you like drama, you like the chase, yeah. you kind of want to be treated like shit for some reason. You know what I mean? Like you'll put up with stuff, like you'll get more sort of yeah. fixated on a guy and deal with nonsense. Because you're younger, it's easier. Yeah. Life isn't that difficult. So you could have difficult relationships with people and it's fine. You know what I mean? You could you have the right. bandwidth for it when you're younger. Because, you know, once you get older, it's like life is difficult enough. Like you just don't need more 
more problems where they're not needed, right? And it's not needed in a fucking right. booty call, right? So yeah, right. I think that the young hot body goes for that. But also I think the younger girls are just more interested in playing those games. It's more fun. I, I was that way when I was younger. So I get it, you know, and a lot of these guys, yeah, who knows how old he really is, right? But if he wants to do what he wants to do and he's going to pull the wool over someone's head and he's playing this game on Craigslist and then he's going to fucking blow you off and stuff like no older woman's going to deal with that unless she's super desperate. So he's going to have to get a young girl that's like so obsessed with his cock that she's wasted and she just like calls him up a drunk and forgets about, you know, how he treated her the night. That's how I would have been when I was younger you know i'd get exactly. wasted and be calling him up you know drunk dialing him and going exactly. over to his house and who cares you know throw caution to the wind but you're not gonna be that person because you're you know fully formed you know when you're 23 i'm always right. like you're like an amoeba you know it's nothing wrong with those girls there's you know no it's just the way that it goes so yeah he needs to exactly, exactly. he does need so, the young girls <laughs> yeah we're just at different points right now and it's just too much work quite honestly. So yeah, it's not worth I, it. He's too full of shit. First of all, he's full of shit. He sort of went on my show and said that he wanted a wife. And a, I don't know. I'd love to hear his sort of angle on this. But it seems that he is probably lying that he does get a lot of women. He creates a sob story about, um, you know, being too big to find a girl. And if you really think about it, I mean, I believed him. And I sometimes think I'm a good judge of character. Uh, I believed him when I talked to him and when I interviewed him. Um, but it turns out he's full of shit. Yeah, it, I felt the same way. You know, when I chatted with him, I felt like there was honesty and um, sincerity I, that he I, was I, like I, sincere. Yeah, I really felt like there was sincerity there. And, you know, I did say to you when we talked the first time, I was a little bit worried because things had worked out so well that he would kind of you know, get obsessed and want to see me more than I wanted to see him because that's not what I was interested in. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I would like something regular and I would like to meet up like that. But if he was looking to, you know, wipe me up, like that wasn't my interest at all. Um, and so maybe, you know, maybe once you listen to the podcast, that, that fantasy went away for him. I don't know. No, you know, really guys are like that. If anything, that would, if that would, if that's what they were looking for and he really was straight up and he didn't have a lot of girls and he only, he would make him want you more. You know, guys like what they can't have. It's just in their nature. They like the chase and the pursuit. To hear you say that you weren't looking for anything, which you did say, you weren't like, you didn't act as that. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think that this guy probably gets a lot more women that are interested in taking it, you know, um, than he yeah. sort of alludes to. And so he's just, you know, he keeps getting people that hit him up on Craigslist. And like a typical guy, like I said, like they're just very easily distracted by a new pair of tits or a right. nice ass or another girl to you know sort of conquer and that's the difference between men and women I think that's what's always disappointing for women and th- and that's why you know I have always come to the conclusion as I get older that booty call like unless you have a real relationship with a guy you can't expect anything from them so really Agreed. you know Agreed. it's the best thing is to just go for like that real relationship when you're ready for it and you know or else you're going to deal with this bullshit because anything other than that a guy doesn't have really any reason to sort of get back to you or be there. You know, it's like when the guy really, really likes someone, that's what you're really, that's what you want, right? A guy that's like, when I say right. like, oh, you have a booty call that someone's obsessed with you. Like you want to be treated like number one. And, you know, you could only really expect that in a real relationship. And so, I mean, for me, True. now that I'm older, I just don't do the booty call thing anymore because I don't like to be treated that way anymore. It's just not what I'm right. into. And, but I know, and I don't feel like anyone sort of owes me that, but I feel like, you know, if I meet that guy and we both really like each other, then I'll have the treatment that I want and I'll get laid and 
everything. Um, but I think that to do it without any of the bullshit is just, you know, to have a real relationship. Then you have other bullshit. You know, you have the difficulties of a real relationship. But I'd rather honestly be dealing with that than dealing with the bullshit you deal with these fake ass relationships. You know what I mean? Everything other exactly. than is just as difficult. But in another, it's just a more annoying way, if you ask me, because you're not getting much out of it. And you're dealing with a lot exactly. of aggravation. Exactly. And I, I was straight up, there was one time we had been texting and then he was taking a while to respond back. And I said, Ugh. I finally just sent him a text and I said, don't waste my time. I right. said, I, you know, I, if you're not interested, just let me know. So I don't waste no my one's time. Gonna, listen, no and one's he, even going to let you know. You let them know. Like, you know, the best thing to me, I think, is the way to get, respond to a guy like that is just not to respond. You know, your silence will be yeah. more. Because trying to communicate with somebody who does isn't a good communicator is useless on your point. Look, he's not even responding to you. So to tell him, like to let me know or anything he's already let you know that he's not that guy yeah. he's not gonna no, tell you anything he's full of shit right. so you know you're, you're wasting right. yeah just don't even respond back to him you know and like i said i don't think as you get older that the booty call thing works anymore i had one successful one it was when i was way younger and i, I feel like when i turned about 40 it just changed for me it just wasn't satisfying anymore and uh you know, every now and then I'll go and I'll screw somebody that I've slept with before just because I need to get laid and I believe in it. Um, but there's always bullshit attached to it. It's always kind of annoying. And I, it always makes me realize that like, you know what, like when I'm ready, when my baby's a little bit older, I'll find a real relationship and get a real guy and have a, you know, and then, you know, I think that that's just a lot better. I know that you're not in that place right now. Yeah. You know, I wish you luck in finding the good booty call. I say for Will, <laughs> fuck him. You know, I don't even know if he listens to these podcasts, but that's cool. He could call me back up and plead his case. If he's a player, and yeah. that's what he's doing. I, listen, I, you know, if he was my guy friend, I'd high five him because look, he did sort of make me believe him. He did get you to believe him. So in a way, you got to right. say, hey, Will, you got this little, you know, bullshit victim game going down well because you're kind of you know, able to fool people at least for right. enough time to get you in the sack, right? At least once. Right. And maybe that's all he gives a shit about, you know? Who knows? Yeah. So you got to kind of give him credit that he's got it going down. But if that's not what you're looking for, like, you know, on to the next guy. Yeah, so I give, I give him credit. You know, he is, he's got a talented tongue. He is well endowed and he knows how to use it. You know, I've been with those guys who've been big and they don't know what the hell they're doing. He is not that guy. So I definitely, he's a good way for all those women out there who are curious and would like to, you know, check it out by all means, you know, but if you're looking for somebody that it will possibly be more than once or anything longer than that, you know, good luck. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think yeah. most women want that because I think, because women are different than men, even if it's a booty call. I was always very monogamous in my booty calls. I don't like to sleep with multiple people because I'm a woman, right? We're different than men. We don't need yeah, the variety. Exactly. That's where it doesn't work out, right? A man is more interested in variety. A woman's more interested. I mean, for me, I always have the best sex with people that I'm really comfortable with that I've been with. And I think the sex gets better the more time you sleep with someone but for guys I think it's different that you know new pussy is always like super exciting for them and it's, so it's very different and that's where that disconnect comes from always with men and women because we are just unfortunately wired very differently just like by nature right. you know um right 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 so you know I think if you could hook with up with somebody where you have that emotional attachment then everything else falls into play place and you get that better but you know 
you could st- there is the there is there are good booty calls out there like i said I, I really think like if that's really what you're looking for you don't want a relationship my advice to you is find a guy that's like super obsessed with you and is totally into yeah. you and will chase you for a while and so while you're sleeping with him and using him for sex you don't have any of those games because that guy is like you know totally into you um but you'll never be into him and then eventually when you find someone that you really like you could dump him but (laughs) that's the that's the only way that it works for me you know as far as not being aggravated yeah i could see that yeah you have to find that guy i don't know if that guy exists in your life from the past you know an ex-boyfriend that was like always obsessed with you or you meet somebody and they really like you and you're not interested in them but like maybe you try to you know see if there's chemistry there because that's the guy you won't have a booty call with and then you don't have to deal with another will is definitely not the guy he's like you said the guy that if you want to have a one-time thing he be you know this is what i say to a lot of my guy friends like i don't know why more guys aren't gay like really because they would be a lot happier as far as i'm concerned you know like gay men would love will and will would love to be gay because all he wants is one night stands with a variety and different people all the time he wants that fucking anal and he wants it to you know right. and gay men would be totally down with that he'd be ha- he'd be so much Absolutely. happier gay you know but Absolutely. but these guys just want to be are straight and then they have to deal with women and we're so aggravated with them and they're just the way that they are <laughs> so it's just really weird I just feel like if I was a guy I'd be gay because I'd be happier with the sex drive as a gay man I would be happier fucking men than women because women are just oh, so yeah. different I, I always say if um, straight men had the opportunity for sex at the gym they'd be as buff as, as gay men are Totally. Right. Totally. I just think gay men are like are like the happiest men out there. I don't know why all I tell all my friends, they always give me dirty looks when I say it. But I just personally think that if I like I said, if I was a guy, I'd totally be gay. I I think they'd be happier. I think gay men are the happiest. They don't have to be monogamous. They can get fucked whenever they want. The guy is exactly the way that they are. Um, So, yeah. So listen, Sarah, thanks for outing. I'm not outing him. I mean, it's interesting, right? Because I've always said that I used to have a guy named John that used to call on the show and talk about his wife fucking other people. And a lot of people would write in and be like, he's totally full of shit. And I'd be like, he probably is. But I find it fascinating that he's full of shit. You know, like that's right. interesting to me too that he's calling up and making these stories. To me, Will is even more interesting now because his whole thing was bullshit. I totally believed him. I'm always open to getting to finding out that I don't know everything, you know, because sometimes I think <laughs> that I do. And I think it's hilarious that I actually believed him and I was totally wrong. So, you know, one no, for I'm- Phil, two for like, but I think he makes it more interesting that he's so full of shit and he's on there. He's more twisted than I thought, which is kind of interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I wish I was a friend of his, like hearing about all of this because I find it fascinating. I yeah. absolutely find it fascinating. Yeah. So like you I know, said, I, I think Will's podcast to go back and to listen to it and probably a lot of my uh, listeners are going to write in and be like, Kathy, it's so obvious it was bullshit, you know, and like I'm the stupid girl believing him. But I did. I have to admit I did totally buy his story. I didn't buy it when I saw his ad and when he was emailing me. I thought this is like a bullshit thing. But after talking to him, I really believed him. Um, and the fact that he's full of shit and he uses this to get girls and stuff, like it makes it kind of interesting, more interesting, <laughs> yeah. you know, than yeah. Will's looking to be yeah. married. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I mean, I honestly, after being with him and experiencing the cock, I could understand where his story could possibly be true. Because it was that where, big. Because it was that big. And I could see where a woman would be like, shit, do I really want to be fucking this for the rest of my life? This is huge. I could see that. Right. Mm-hmm. But all of the 
everything else that he says is utter bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. All really the pictures is. are wrong. Every lot, there's a lot of yeah. bullshit there. So, you know, I'm obsessed with Judge Judy. I don't know. And so, like, to me, like, Judge Judy would be like, you lie about one thing, then I, you just, I can't believe you about anything else. So, like, you know, if you're putting up right. bullshit pictures and you're making up lies about your age and you're not a woman, you know, women lie about their age. Why was a man? Why does he fucking lying about it? You know, and all this stuff. Then you just got to think that this guy's full of shit across the board. Like, you then you really have to sort of distract everything that he says because he's lying about right. so much stuff right um right where exactly. he doesn't have to be and when, it, and when it comes to my safety like that that is a number one so i'm if i can't trust you and you know you might be pulling off a condom that sort of thing like yeah i can't risk my life you know for i can't yeah no and if he's so, like really interested in like unprotected sex like you know which a lot listen I talk about it a lot on my podcast there's so many guys and women out there that don't use condoms they don't want to most guys don't want to um, yeah. it's just the way that it goes he'll find maybe somebody that's like well, fuck him drunk and maybe not and maybe that's what he's into who knows but you know that's not your thing uh, you're smart for it not to be, especially for, for a guy that's like on Craigslist putting ads out there. If he wants to fuck you without a condom, which means he wants to fuck every single girl he has without a exactly. condom. Listen, there was a guy, doctor guy on here. He's like fucking everybody in town without condoms. And uh, let me tell you, because he's my friend now, He every single mm-hmm. girl he sleeps with lets them fuck him without a condom. And that's wow. just the way that it goes. And he does every single girl. And he's like, you know, he probably gets like five different girls a week. He's like, that's the way he plays. And they all do. And he does. And so many people do. And that's their thing. I mean, but I believe in protection. Unless you're like in a serious relationship and you trust each other. But if you're just like booty calling yeah. people, so many people have herpes and they don't tell you. So many people have stuff and they don't tell you. It's just the way that it Absolutely. goes. And really the only way to be safe is to use a condom. Um, until like you decide to be monogamous with someone. That's how I feel. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I suggest to people. I've made it to 40 years old without getting anything Mm -hmm. and I'm not looking to get one now. Right. Exactly. Right. Imagine you get it now after, you know, the time to get is like when you're 22 and you're like, I was young, you know, you're 40. What could you blame it on? Yeah. Young and dumb. What can you blame it on now? You're a grown ass adult. And if you did it, then you have no one to blame but yourself. And so you have to just take better care of yourself. So if Will wants to fuck girls with his big dick without a condom, it's not happening with you. But, you know, keep me posted. Let me know if he chases after you. Don't ever respond to him again. Just fuck him. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I probably won't hear from him. So I wish him well. I hope he is living the life and he's getting what he wants. You know, I wish him well. Right, right. Well, I'm sure I'll get e- more emails about you, Sarah, and guys will be like sort of, you know, emailing me like, I'll be Sarah's booty call because they know that's what you're, lo- <laughs> what you're looking for, you know. And if one of them seems like he would be obsessed with you, I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll give you the heads up. <laughs> send, him, send him my way. Let I me will. Know. <laughs> I will. Thanks for calling back in. And giving me Absolutely. the update. Absolutely. Have a good one. Keep in touch. Bye. All you right. too. Bye. Bye-bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.